Welcome to Experience Means Business, a podcast by Adobe Professional Services. Get your bi-monthly scoop of digital trends, strategies, expert insights, best practices, and much more to keep you moving on your digital experience journey. Welcome to the Experience Means Business podcast by Adobe Customer Solutions. I'm Frances Williams, a Principal Business Consultant with the B2B Marketing Team. I work with large enterprise customers to implement marketing transformation programs and Marketo marketing automation. I'm pleased to be joined by my colleague, Tom Hayward, today. Hi, Tom. Nice to have you with us. Please go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself. Hello, Frances. Thanks a lot for having me. Yeah, I'm Tom Hayward, and I'm a B2B digital marketing strategist with over 10 years experience in driving customer value-based transformations. Uh, I also specialize in marketing automation, and I currently sit in Adobe's B2B marketing team, where we work with our customers to, to deliver value through their digital transformation and marketing automation programs. Awesome. Well, I'm really excited to have you here today to talk about uh, a topic that I know is close to both of our our hearts. And this is the topic of center of excellence. So we we know that um, customers are are very heavily focused on the implementation of their Marketo projects. But we, we commonly see some pitfalls around implementation and digital marketing transformation. And today, our goal is to walk you through some of those pitfalls. Um, and provide some solutions so that you can be successful and really drive value through your marketing transformation program. So Tom, we we hear a lot about COE and what is really the the solution to help customers to drive successful marketing transformation? Yeah, that's a great question. So I suppose intuitively, I would say that a, a center of excellence is definitely foundational pillar of any successful digital transformation and ensuring that it's oriented towards value. But I think before we really get into the details of what that is and then how it looks and how we deploy that, it's probably worth just thinking about, you know, what does COE mean to us? We understand it it can have different connotations and and, and organisations deploy this with various different permutations. I think the way that we look at it at Adobe is that a COE is a digital marketing transformation cross-functional team made up of strategic and functional personas geared towards achieving a shared strategic objective. And I think why we think that definition is so important is that we're really oriented towards value at the start of our discussions and considerations around what a COE might become. I think that's critical for COE to be successful. Not only that we're anchored towards a specific program or transformation, but there's a strategic objective insight. Yeah, and, and I love this. I think, you know, when we think about pitfalls, this is certainly one of the ones that, that I see commonly is this notion of customers not understanding that transformation is collaborative and it's cross-functional. So it's not just the remit of the CMO or the marketing team to, to implement one specific marketing automation tool within the, the wider technology strat stack. The digital transformation kind of wraps around all of the functional teams. Yeah, exactly. That's a great point. I think uh, Gartner actually have an interesting take on COE where they describe it as both a physical or virtual center of knowledge. 
So definitely about, you know, that shared insight between your experts of existing expertise, um, but also of resources and disciplines. So we're talking about processes and also further to that capabilities so that we can sustain a world-class performance and value. So again, it's really thinking about COE in terms of value delivered and realized by the organization, but also in achieving world-class performance through our transformation. Absolutely. I think an, another point when we think about, you know, defining COE and, and what are those sort of foundational pillars, it's really important to consider the three Ps of DX transformation or digital experience transformation, as we say here. So really, that's looking at people, process and platform. And with people, we're talking about cross-functional teams of experts that sort of stretch the chasm between strategic focused and functional. And it's really important that we have a balance between the two as, as part of this COE to have these different perspectives and to link ideas, creativity and our overall approach towards the tactical components of delivering and enabling capabilities. From a process perspective, we're really thinking about, you know, our enablement and our training and certification to get people onboarded onto new systems and platforms. And from a technology perspective or from a platform perspective, to use our, our third P, we're really thinking about this, I suppose, quite holistically, not about a specific technology per se, but really about our technology landscape and how that's maturing to deliver world class customer experiences. Yeah, again, such valuable insight. You know, a common pitfall I think we, we all see is that teams can be sort of so head down and focused on implementing one platform within the whole stack that they're not thinking, you know, holistically as you say and then not thinking about the other two p's around the the people and the, the processes and um, so when you start working with customers to, to implement a coe what are some of the common themes that, that we could expect that we would start to discover and explore yeah, that's a great question. So for us, and we've recently redefined our center of excellence proposition, as we've noticed some changes in trends in the way that organizations are approaching transformation. You know, we're now several decades into this complex digital architecture and organizations maturity are, us, you know, are increasing and we're seeing that through our engagements. Yeah, we have sort of eight different work streams that we offer our COE, but just to touch on a handful of those. So organization structure is really a key component of our COE. And this is something that we always look to start an engagement around. And really here we're thinking about, you know, what's your operating model as part of your maybe your digital marketing global center of excellence or your global demand center or even specifically your marketing automation, your, your marketing automation platform services operation, depending on the constraints of, of our transformation program or implementation. But it's really about defining, you know, what are the roles, what are the teams involved within structure um, of that part of your organization? We also think about alignment. So, you know, it's a common concept in business that we need stronger alignment between sales and marketing. So we have a heavy focus on methods and techniques for how do we execute that greater alignment and use our technology as enablers and data architecture as enablers to improve that alignment, but also to improve IT into that, that whole concept of alignment. So we have this sort of trifecta scenario where we're really leaning on 
in IT for our technical execution and data architecture, marketing for, for go-to-market, for product marketing and for demand programs, and sales for getting our opportunities across the line. We also focus heavily on metrics and reporting. And again, this goes back to this really important value topic. And here we sort of try to deconstruct what are the business success measures, those fundamental strategic goals that the company is striving to work towards and improve effectively, and linking those to more front-end performance-based KPIs that the, the solutions that they're deploying should contribute to. And finally, I'd say deployment planning and roadmap is a crucial aspect of our COE as we deliver it. And here we're really thinking about aligning our center of excellence towards managing closely in, in an agile capacity, what the deployment of new capabilities and even new systems looks like and having quite a, a detailed um, but not set in stone roadmap that we're all aligning to. Awesome. It's so great to see, you know, that the partnership extending to, to, to IT within COE you know, we, we've long been proponents of sales and marketing alignment within our engagements and obviously a, a necessary alignment for B2B marketing. But really then bringing in the IT folks as part of the, the COE is really great to see. So in terms of the customer mindset here, so I, I suppose what, what we see is frequently customers, they, they understand what a COE is, but perhaps that they're not really prioritizing this in the, the context of their, of their transformation. What examples do you have from customers where you can see or show that we're kind of demonstrating value through through COE? Yeah, so I think it's really important to to think about, you know, clearly these are the kinds of discussions that we have up front when we're starting to talk about COE early in in the pre-sales process and really try to explain to the customer, you know, what are the benefits of COE and why, why do we think this is a worthwhile pursuit so early in our engagements? I think really at a high level, you know, COE is really there to maximize the potential opportunities of digital media and technology to meet multi-channel or omni-channel goals of an organization of which we, you know, we see firsthand a lot of our customers have. And really, you know, maybe firstly, I'd, I'd say that a reason to pursue a COE is the opportunity cost of not doing it. Also, you know, we can see great improvements in cross-functional collaboration, which is, is imperative for us to be successful in the rollout of our transformation. And then finally, there's this key point around aligning teams and orienting teams towards our strategic goals and vision. So let's just uh, try and unpack those in a bit more detail. So, you know, firstly, thinking about the opportunity cost of not doing a COE. We've seen it time again in engagements where we sort of have a deadline, which is, you know, fairly aggressive and it's really all, all hands on deck and we need to move, move very quick as a team to, to, to progress and hit milestones. And this can be quite chaotic. You know, it can result in delays. It can see us potentially falling short. We're almost setting ourselves up to fail. And I think the COE offers us a sort of holistic view of the program, gets the team to, to collaborate in a much more coherent way. And the, the, inevitably, the outcome is going to be that we've got a greater chance of, of achieving, hitting those milestones and making the, the project a success. I think one key part that we always see with the COE and how, how much organizations benefit from it is this concept of cross-functional collaboration. 
So through any transformation, we know we're going to need teams from across the organization. So we might have our marketing operations team for who are in charge of setting up the platform. We might have our go-to-market team or campaign services. Um, equally, we've got guys from the IT side who are, who are working on integrations and, and custom builds, configurations, and our, and our data architecture. And of course, we have our sales. And it's really important that as part of a COE, we're well represented across these functions. Uh, to make it successful and ensure that everyone is aligned to this joint vision. They see the value in this transformation effort. And then finally, yeah, as an offshoot to that, we're really thinking about aligning these teams across functions to strategic goals set. We understand that our goals from our programs can change, and that's fine. But really, it's important that everybody understands the value which underpins our efforts and, and we're striving towards achieving those same set of goals. And the COE really helps us to do that. And when we talk about value, you know, this is obviously a, a hot topic and particularly for our senior stakeholders and project sponsors that they want to start realising and understanding that value as soon as possible. So in your experience, how quickly can customers start to realise value through the implementation of a, of a COE? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. And really, it's about as soon as we can identify what these key KPIs are that the COE is organized to, to contribute to and influence, then we can start moving the needle there. We uh, in the B2B marketing space uh, work heavily in marketing automation, and we have this, uh, what we call in Marketo, a munchkin tracking code which effectively allows us to deploy this JavaScript across our digital landscape and really start getting insights from our performance and, and our engagement with our customers almost instantly. Uh, a lot of our customers think about you know, conversion optimization and higher levels of engagement as a benchmark to improve customer experience. And we're able to you know, almost see those results instantly. I think for sort of more strategic and campaign-based KPIs, yeah, clearly we need to do some configuration and some technical implementation before we get there. And that takes some time. But I think that's where having the COE in place is really beneficial because it's going to help us realise that time to value uh, much more quickly. Yeah, and this is so powerful to be able to, to understand kind of short term value versus medium versus long term. You know, it's a challenge that, that we face within B2B. We know that our buying cycles are long. We know that they're complex, that they involve multiple stakeholders. And um, so being able to, to kind of define different stages of value realization throughout the, the series is, yeah, must be hugely valuable to stakeholders. Um, I'm also really interested to, to understand kind of type of customer um, is a digital COE that the right fit for. Yeah, that's a it's a great question, and that's one we we get time and again. And you know, you my go to response is that COE is applicable for all organisations, regardless of size. We work heavily in the enterprise space typically, but I think even you know mid market and, and small organisations are going to benefit from the concepts of COE, and we've seen that many times. But I think a good way to sort of qualify yourself in or out of COE is to consider some of these sort of checklist questions questions, so to speak. So firstly, I think you might think about, do we need specialised knowledge 
in a centralized form to be able to progress or, or would we benefit from having that knowledge centralized so if there's specific you know technical expertise or strategic expertise required that we think is going to help us be successful through this transformation program or technology implementation then absolutely creating a coe provides a platform for us to align teams around that knowledge and information sharing Equally, if we find that typically knowledge is difficult to acquire, and I, th I think we can all resonate with that, where you know the sharing of, of information is, is quite challenging. Then COE gives us a, a platform and a, and a function to be able to create new processes to understand how do we better share information throughout the organisation. And I think finally is if a central oversight is required by the organization rather than, you know, siloed teams working in isolation to progress on a program. Uh, the centralized oversight gives a, a higher level and more holistic perspective, which ensures that we're all aligned to the same strategic goals once again. Yeah, you know, the, the, the benefits are so clear for, for implementing a, a COE and kind of understanding that wrapper around your, your transformation programmes. Um, but I, I suppose one of the, the big challenges, this, this gap between understanding the benefits and why it's important and why you need it, to actually shifting to a kind of an op operationalising of the, the COE. So how can you help customers really kind of begin to roll out uh, a COE within their organisation? Yeah, we like to sort of break this down into the when, the how and the who. So with the when, we're really thinking about, uh, you know, when is the right time we, we hear so often to, to get started with a COE. And really, you know, we acknowledge now that we're again, we're, we're living in this this world, the highly digital world where organisations have, have probably already embarked on, on several iterations of a transformation. So a lot of these concepts aren't new and maybe they're, they're already quite advanced and quite mature in some areas. But that's not to say that a centre of excellence isn't going to be better beneficial now. So I, I'd really say that regardless of, of what stage you are or what level of maturity you are, now is probably the best time to, to think about implementing a COE because, you know, this technology isn't going anywhere. Competition isn't going anywhere. You know, an appetite or a, a competitive need to, to develop world-class customer experiences isn't going anywhere. So I think it's really, you know, time to start thinking and orienting around developing a centre of excellence. When we think about how, you know, this is a complex question, but I think really initially it needs to come from leaderships. So we, we always see that if we have sponsorship in a, in a senior position within the organization and they're really mandating this and communicating to the organization that this COE practice and the programs it's supporting are aligned to their strategic vision, then we're going to get much more buy-in from the participants of the COE. And then thinking about who, so we've spoken quite a lot already about cross-functional teams. And I think that's really it. It's really making sure that we have very well-defined personas that add value and help us support the tasks that the COE is set to deliver. And this is obviously going to vary based on the nature of the program, but we always have an exercise at the start of the COE, depending on the scale of the program it's supporting or programs that it's supporting, to establish what are the teams that it needs. And maybe there's more functional working teams and, and maybe there's a, a committee or oversight team that supports as well. And then within those teams, what are the personas across different functions that are needed to input uh, and what are those responsibilities? So 
once you've kind of d- defined this when, this how, and this who, what are the, the, these kind of first early discussions that that you that you have with customers, and kind of what's that that starting point to get the COE kicked up? Yeah, we'll always start a COE engagement with quite an in-depth phase of discovery. And discovery is going to consist of, you know, in-depth interviews with key stakeholders involved in the program, but maybe involved in previous uh, similar initiatives. And we're also going to have some workshops with these teams to really just deconstruct the current processes, the pain points and assess any gaps. And the outcome of that is really for us to really better understand, you know, what's the operating model that we're working with here and maybe what change is required. And typically this shifts from one on the spectrum between highly centralized and highly decentralized. And we're trying to assess where do they sit currently and how is that performing for them? And then maybe have a look at, you know, where do we need to move the needle and and how we can layer change management to help them to deliver that. We also, again, going back to teams, we think about, you know, what are the right teams that we need to deploy, we need to bring into the program, not just now, but as the roadmap and the capabilities mature, which should be brought in later, and what are those personas within each of those teams, and really trying to put some names to the personas as well, so it really becomes something quite tangible for our customers. And the third point I'd say is really about measuring success. So value realization and being oriented around value is critical for us and our customers. And we try to produce a shared framework between us and our customers, which allows them to assess how their transformation program is contributing to overall business success. Tom, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been really insightful and thank you for for sharing your your expertise in, in this topic. Um, I think really the the kind of key takeaways for for me is really thinking about this cross-functional notion of COE. You know, as as I mentioned before, um, it's so easy to be head down and to to think about, you know, digital marketing transformation only touching or being within the remit of a marketing uh, department. Also thinking about the the, the kind of cost of doing nothing and um, how a a COE can really help to to drive and demonstrate the the value of of transformation. Um, And then, you know, finally thinking about how customers can can move from understanding, we know we need this, but how do we actually move to building it and sustaining it in, in in the long term? So I suppose my, my final question for, for you is, we, we touched on within the, the, the who and the when, um, do you think that a COE is, is only applicable when you're starting off a digital experience implementation? Or do you see existing customers and organizations who have maybe several years of, of experience and are higher on the maturity also benefiting from a COE? Yeah, we definitely do. And it's a real range. I think oftentimes we see customers who are, you know, a year or two into a transformation and maybe it's lost its way. And we start to work with them about defining the governance and redefining the organization structure through a COE effectively. So that's to say that, you know, 
just because we're not at the start of our engagement for a new implementation or transformation, it doesn't mean that it's not a good time to sort of pause and establish a center of excellence. With that said, we do really encourage our customers to think about this from the start. And even if we don't sort of go full throttle uh, with a, you know, a full COE system, maybe there's definitely concepts of it that we want to carry forward through the implementation. Okay, so you can also be quite kind of modular and think about COE light, which could then evolve into a kind of fully established COE in the in the future. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's how we approach it. So, you know, a COE for us uh, isn't set in stone. It's something that we, we need to tailor and customize towards our customer needs. And I think that's that's quite that's quite important because, you know, no two transformations uh, are made the same. Uh, and therefore, we need to tailor that accordingly. Amazing. So, um, yeah, thank you again for, for joining us within the, the B2B marketing practice here at FDB Consulting Solutions. We offer COE services to, to support our customers through long term success. Um, so if um, the topics we've discussed today have been of interest to you, please do get in touch. We'd be more than happy to, to have a, a conversation and understand your objectives and how we can support you in that success. Thanks again, Tom, and looking forward to talking to you next time. Yes, thanks a lot, Francis. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Let us know what you think by writing to us at infoacs at adobe.com. That's I-N-F-O-A-C-S at adobe.com. See you later for more.